Blog Talk Radio. Well, hello again, everybody. Welcome to Rough Riders Radio. I'm the host, the Rough Rider. Tonight, we have our 360th podcast. Can you believe that? Woo! Tonight, the title is Jeffrey Epstein Case. If mishandled, opens up floodgates. Here we go. Jeffrey Epstein, the serial underage sex trafficking scumbag, a good friend of Trump, owner of at least six mansions around the world, was arrested in a New Jersey and quickly brought to the Metropolitan Correction Center in New York City this past weekend. The feds nabbed him at the airport after he landed there from a flight from Paris and quickly absconded him to the Metropolitan Correction Center. He is a billionaire, a billionaire perp. That issue is the fatally corrupt sweetheart plea deal he worked out with the Miami-Dade County, Florida, U.S. Attorney's Office back in 2008. The U.S. Attorney at that time was Alexander Acosta, who is now Trump's Secretary of Labor. Go figure. He was charged with enticing and encouraging scores of underage girls to engage in prostitution at his palatial Oceanside Mansion in Palm Springs, Florida, between the years 2002 and 2005. His punishment ended up being a whopping 13 months of the county jail, whereby he could leave each day for 12 hours to work in his office and return to merely sleep and shower in the so-called incarceration facility. No fines and any and all potential co-conspirators that he had employed or engaged with were exonerated of all liability. Wow, what a such a sweet deal. Well, now he's back in custody in New York City 11 years later <clears throat> at the hands of the Fed, the Southern District of New York Attorney Office. The trigger for reopening, reopening this case was twofold. Miami Herald News reporter Julie Brown's blockbuster news expose exposing all of the sordid details Surrounding this sweetheart deal given to Epstein in 2008. And number two, the New York Fed's raid on Epstein's Upper East Side residence in New York City, where they found literally hundreds of color nude photographs of underage girls in his safe on the second floor of those premises. Epstein is an extremely powerful and wealthy individual. He's a effing billionaire who escaped justice once before in 2008 with the help of very powerful friends political friends. He also had an extraordinarily formidable legal team at his side who actually met up with U.S. Attorney Acosta, who was present himself, but only himself, without any other attorneys from the Miami U.S. Attorney's Office, 70 miles outside of the Miami city limits at a private location to iron out the extraordinarily benign punishment terms for Epstein. It seems that Epstein's legal defense team were unhappy with the original terms of the plea deal. Oh, poor babies. On top of that, the judge was the judge in the case was kept in the dark about the fact that the defense team never even bothered to notify the victims, the young vulnerable uh, girls who had were the victims of Epstein's sexual. Um, machinations about the actual terms of the plea agreement, something that is expressly forbidden by federal law. They had no idea how benign 
the terms of the plea agreement were to their uh, to their uh, their predator. So the Southern District U.S. Attorney's Office not only reopened the case, but in their announcement, in the person of the U.S. Attorney for that district, a Trump, a Trump appointee, as a matter of fact, Jeffrey Berman, start, stated at a press conference this past week that Epstein's victims deserve their day in court and an unmistakably direct, directly plea for them to come forward via the toll-free phone number for them to use. In a sense, a clear rebuke from the Southern District of New York to the former U.S. Attorney, Alan Alexandra Acosta, now Trump's Labor Secretary, who at that time in 2008 was U.S. Attorney in Miami. If they screw this case up, the tone will be set throughout this country to invite a flood of additional sex trafficking the likes this country has not seen before. The Attorney General of the U.S., Bob Barr, who runs every single U.S. Attorney's Office in the country, including the Southern District in New York, publicly said today he will not, I repeat, not recuse himself from this matter. We've seen Barr put his spin on the Mueller report back in March, stating that the report showed no collusion and no obstruction, only to have the author of that report, Bob Mueller, come out in April and contradict him with a very short press conference and flatly deny both of those allegations. So Bob Barr has one function and one function only. He is Trump's toady, enforcer, protector, and hatchet man. Any chance, however slight, of this case, the Epstein case, causing any legal exposure to Trump in any way will be snuffed out by Bob Barr, Trump's hatchet man. Barr might even conceivably squeeze so hard that the Southern District might come up short in actually even prosecuting Epstein for anything, even with all the additional criminal evidence against him now, at present. There will then be a tectonic shift in the law enforcement landscape in this country when it comes to sex trafficking, including child and underage sex trafficking. And what preceded this case will be augmented by in an enormous uptick in sex trafficking in this country as long as the Trump administration is in power. God help us. God help all of those eventual young female victims who are either born here or arrive here on our shores merely seeking a better life. This is the old Rough Rider. Thanks for listening to our 360th podcast today. We're rounding third, and I think we're just going to scream towards home and uh, take our chances. Thanks for listening, and remember, stay well, keep it lit, and as always, we ride, but you decide.